Alright, boys, how are you getting on? Now when I say boys, that's not actually sexist because I checked the analytics, the statistics and there are no girls listening to this yet. There's also somebody who's 35 listening to it and somebody who's like 50. So that's kind of cool because I'm only a young chap. But yeah, I brought my fucking laptop, so I'm using my mother's laptop So and it's, it's taken me about six days to turn on. And I hope it doesn't just fucking crash and this falls apart and uh, anyway. Also think I might have broke my phone, so bad start to the day, but they're only possessions. I'll be alright. I'll be alright. Today I'm gonna be speak about something really really weird. This um this kinda an artist, a singer called Shiloh Dynasty. And the reason I, I thought of Shiloh Dynasty was because I was listening to an album by the late XXX Tentacion. And I, obviously he's a very, very controversial figure. I'm not even going to get into that today. That's, that's a whole podcast. That's a couple of podcasts, really. And I might do a, might do one on him in the future. But um, yeah, I was listening to his album, Seventeen. And there's a couple of songs where there's this artist featured in the background. He's sampled her. And her name is Shiloh Dynasty. Um, the songs, I think, Carry On, Everybody Dies in Their Nightmares, and Jocelyn Flores. You can hear her singing in the background. And she's a fucking, she's an enigma. A complete mystery. She started making music on an app called Vine. And now, I'd, I'd say most of you will know what Vine is, but if you don't, I'll explain it. Vine was this app where people just posted videos. But, and only videos, there was nothing else on it. But the videos could only be six seconds long. And they would automatically like play again after they ended, so they'd loop. Um, so she would just put up video, and I'm saying she, by the way, but I have no idea what gender she is. That's part of the mystery. She could be a he. I'm just assuming she's a she. And I, obviously, yeah, I shouldn't do that. Whatever. But I'm just, just, I think everyone seems to refer to her as a she, for some reason. So maybe somebody found out that she is, because her voice is very feminine sounding, and I'm not sure. But um, I'll just call her Shiloh. Um, Shiloh put up these vi- these videos, six seconds long, first singing on playing guitar. And they were really like, not, I don't know, depressing kind of like love songs. Um, melancholy. And she has an amazing voice. But um, loads of producers started sampling her. And she got really big because she had such a unique sound. And because they looped after six seconds, it was like perfect for just looping on a beat. And then the artist XXX and Dacian used uh, a couple of her, her 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 songs. He sampled them in his, his album. And then she got even bigger. And then in, I think it was 2016, she posted a picture on Instagram. And it's I think the caption said, come here. And that was the last thing she posted on social media for years. And left wondering, has she died? Is she? There's so many theories. One of them is that she's actually changing gender, and that's why she she got she can't sing because her voice is different and all these. I don't believe in that. To be honest, I just think that um, she probably just didn't want to be in the limelight because she became massively famous. And for somebody who doesn't even show their face, she obviously didn't really want that kind of attention. So I I, I believe she's probably still alive. Um, but just 
wants to keep an absence on social media for personal reasons, for a sense of anonymity. Obviously, like that, that's not going to make her as much money, but she obviously doesn't care about that. Yeah, the the interesting thing about her is she keeps music is still coming out to this day on her Spotify and her SoundCloud, but usually there's loads of other artists on them, and it's the same kind of things, but with kind of more lo-fi hip-hop style beats and kind of things. So, like, it, it's very possible that it's just old recordings of her vines or maybe videos she just didn't even put out online. And people are just, maybe her family, somebody who owns her estate, are putting out music posthumously. So it is possible that she's dead, but I just don't think she is. And then I looked on her Twitter account, but you see, I'm not sure if it's her because she's not verified. So it could just be some fake account. And she had posted like a couple tweets over the last few months. Like she posted something on Shiloh, I shouldn't be saying she shit. But uh, she posted something on like New Year's just saying like, um, I hope you all have a good year, sorry I've been absent. And she also retweeted something. It was a tweet somebody, uh, somebody put out who was obviously like feeling suicidal or something and was saying they didn't fight their life anymore or something like that. And she just replied to it, retweeting, just said you're not alone or something like that, nice. Now if that is her, that's cool and she must then still be alive, but again, I have no idea if that's her. And she hasn't posted anything on her Insta and I know that's definitely her Insta. So it's, it's really hard to tell. But I'm gonna go with my theory that she is still alive and that um, she just doesn't want to want to be in the limelight but it got me thinking about this thing called cryptomnesia it's this philosophical idea um because after she started putting out those videos there was a huge influx of those kind of videos loads of artists started doing that and i'm not saying people haven't sang with a guitar before but that kind of melancholy style about like love songs and depressing things and um i feel like she completely influenced modern hip-hop, rap, and by not even being a rap artist, and I think that's crazy. I think that's so cool. And even if you look at artists like, I know this is a bit of a stretch, it's a bit of a hot take. I'm not saying this is a fact, I'm just talking out of my arse, but Billie Eilish, like, really, like, depressing, somber music, beautiful voice, but again, very melancholy. And then it's over, like, kind of distorted bass kicks and hi-hats, weird kind of modern trap, alternative trap kind of beats, kind of emo trap kind of beats. And I think there's a possibility that that isn't directly influenced by Shiloh, but because of the kind of shift in the, the whole hip-hop culture due to that, I think it is kind of influenced by that. So I think this one girl who didn't make hip-hop music has completely changed a, 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 a sub-genre within it, modern hip-hop. And I think that's amazing. So I'm going to speak a bit about cryptomnesia. So cryptomnesia is basically... Well, it, everything that someone creates is directly influenced by something else to some degree. Like in modern day, do you know what I mean? Artists will always say like they had their influences. In in hip hop, a lot of artists will be influenced by funk and soul, which their parents may have played at home. And even in the old days of hip hop, as I said in the last 
podcast DJ Cool Herc put on Funk and Soul Records and people rapped over them and that was the, the kind of culture so then people would directly sample Funk and, um, and rap over them and there's a certain similarity to the styles of um, performance in it even though it's singing and rapping it's very different but there's a certain similarity to it but what cryptomnesia is is where you you did you create something it could be a song a book a poem um, anything and in your mind it's fully original you didn't um, you didn't copy someone but it sounds it sounds looks whatever exactly like or not exactly but very similar to someone else's um, piece of creative art and it happens all the time and it's hard to know if it was intentional or just an unconscious thing but yeah cryptomnesia is when you unknowingly borrow the idea of others rather than thinking of something new and your brain takes someone else's story or book or whatever and transforms it until you think it's something new when in reality it's just a forgotten memory reforged and changed and everything that you think of is cryptomnesia to a degree but some just have very obvious similarities and a great example is the song uh, Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke it sounds the start of it in particular sounds very similar to a song Marvin Gaye's song Got To Give It Up it's so similar in fact that um, he got sued over it but there's a possibility that that wasn't intentional maybe he heard that song a couple of weeks before it lodged in his brain uh, no, it was probably, was it Pharrell who made that beat? I don't know. I don't really like the song, to be honest, but I like the Marvin Gaye song. I don't like the Robin Thicke song. But yeah, it's just a great example of it. But what? But also, what I was saying about um, Shiloh's, the kind of music Shiloh makes, becoming much bigger and m- much more people doing it, copying her style, or maybe it was unconscious cryptomnesia. There's another philosophical theory. Well, it's not a theory, I think it's a proven thing. Um, that could explain why I'm thinking that way and it's called the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon and this is basically where you hear about something and then suddenly you start to see and hear it, hear about it everywhere you didn't know it before but once you learn it it becomes, you see it all the time and it's, it's, it's this really weird thing um, and that could be what happened maybe I just didn't notice that kind of music until I saw it platformed on a really big artist's um, album like XSX and Tassian. even Juice World actually made a song sampling her recently that doesn't matter I just it came into my head but um, there's like two reasons to why the Better Mind Not Phenomenon happens so one is that when you learn something new you actually subconsciously look for it so then when you see it it registers in your mind more so that's all like that's a very simple thing and then the other one is um it's called confirmation bias so it's kind of like you didn't know what it was before so you could never think about like the ratio of uh, the amount of times i've seen this the amount of times i haven't seen this you would have you haven't seen it all the time and you never have seen it but now that you've seen it so much recent you think i've seen this on an unusual amount of times uh, compared to how much I haven't seen it in the past, but that's just because you you weren't aware of it. Yeah, I kind of I might have explained that terribly, and uh, a psychologist would not would think I'm a fucking idiot. I am really. I'm only like I read a few books about psychology, but I don't really know anything about it. So research it yourself. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, that's also really interesting. That this could just be me being unaware of a type of music, and then since it was brought to the forefront f- via 
the genre that I listen to, I now think, oh, what's going on? I see this everywhere. But yeah, that's just an interesting theory. The, yeah, this is a pretty short podcast. It's only going to be like 10 minutes long. But I just thought, it just, the thought just came into my head. And I just sat down and started recording instantly. Um, I just think it's insane. This one kind of... I don't know what to call her, an R&B, soul kind of a singer, indie, no it's not indie, I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's not hip-hop, but she has influenced hip-hop, hugely, through an app, through Vine, which is an app where people mainly just posted like stupid funny videos, I just think it's absolutely insane, and that it demonstrates cryptonesia, which is a cool thing, alright listen, I'm gonna hit anyway, and uh, I'll be coming out with a new podcast soon. I'm trying to get a couple of my friends on, and we're just going to talk shite. And that could be a deadly podcast if it comes out. Like, but it's hard to sort things. Anyway, good luck. Have a nice day.